This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 662. Staring Down the Barrel of Loss, Your Dreams, Yourself, or Someone Else, by Greg Audino of gregaudino.com. Hello, everybody. I am Greg Audino, hosting the podcast that covers the many types of relationships in your life. And do know that you can help us find content to read. Uh, If you'd like to recommend a blog or a relationship topic to us, please feel free to send your recommendations to us at oldpodcast.com. Now today, folks, the uh, the producers have let me out of my cage once again. I will be narrating one of my own gregaudino.com videos that talks about loss and the many ways that it can affect us. So let's have a closer look on how you can cope and start optimizing your life. Staring Down the Barrel of Loss, Your Dreams, Yourself, or Someone Else, by Greg Audino of gregaudino.com. That's a pretty wordy title, isn't it? Well, you know, it has to be, for everyone's sake. And that's because we tend to have a very narrow view of loss these days, both in what loss means and how we look at it. And if we can't identify the true nature of loss, then we sure don't stand a very good chance at handling it. The first problem we run into is this extremist view of loss that society tends to have, so I'll start there. Now for most, we hear loss and we equate it to the death of a loved one, which of course is bound to provoke a lot of emotion. To feel deep emotion in the face of such tragedy is perfectly normal and should be embraced. Not allowing yourself to feel what you feel is always detrimental, but I also think most would agree that any time we are clouded with such emotion, it's nearly impossible to remain logical or objective. So right now, while we have our emotions in check, let's take this opportunity to dig a little bit deeper. The loss of a person in your life tends to hurt most for three reasons, as far as I can tell, and each one begets the last. Number one is that life is about meaning. Meaningful lives equal valuable lives, and because personal relationships are what tends to produce the most meaning, a huge void is left when someone who brought us meaning is no longer around. This, along with sadness for their families or what they could have done with their lives, is pretty easy to grasp, and therefore where the wheels stop turning for many of us. That said, the second and third reasons require a bit more introspection, which is difficult to muster up when we are so focused on the deceased instead of ourselves. They do, however, open a portal into what else classifies as loss and just how common it really is. Number two is that Not only are we saying goodbye to someone else, but most importantly, we're saying goodbye to ourselves. We're saying goodbye to who we used to be when that person was in our lives. Goodbye to all the joy we garnered from them. Goodbye to the memories we created. Goodbye to the images we created as to who we could have been and how our relationship would have blossomed in time. So, it's crucial to understand that for this reason, loss is as much about losing yourself as it is about losing someone else. And finally, what drives humans the most bananas about all of this is number three, and that's the fact that we can't change any of it. We have such an innate need to change things, believe in potential, stay in control, work hard and you can do anything. None of that applies to death. So all of these concepts we've been tailored to believe and utilize in most situations are rendered useless in the face of death. But upon looking closer at numbers two and three, We find that loss isn't limited to death at all. Loss is a difficult breakup. It's getting fired. It's turning 80 and realizing that your dream of playing in the NBA really just is not going to come true. 
It's important to acknowledge that all of these things have the potential of hurting as much as or more than the loss of a loved one depending on where our passions and priorities lie. And that's totally all right. We're always conjuring up ideas of how nice we want things to be or how nice things were. Whether there's truth to this imagery or not, saying goodbye to how we see ourselves and our ability to change it is just against our code. So that said, how do we cope? Let's start from where we began. Before anything, we honor our emotions. We don't resist the pain, run from the pain, or feel shameful of the pain. Once we are comfortable in this feeling, we can then look to fill the void and counteract the three reasons I mentioned earlier. So if number one is a loss of meaning, ask yourself, how much meaning do you have in your life right now? What are you doing that's meaningful? Do you have other valuable relationships? Are you making time for things that bring you joy? Are you giving back at all? These three things can be a huge help. Numbers two and three, again, go more hand in hand, saying goodbye to yourself and goodbye to your ability to change something. Have you truly accepted the loss of the person who died, the loss of who you were and who you wanted to be? Have you said, this person or that time or that possibility is gone, and it hurts like hell, but that's okay? This is likely the most difficult part, as our brains will certainly default back either to past memories or fantasies to avoid the pain of the present. But to garner up enough strength to simply acknowledge that a part of you is gone without resistance will make a huge difference. Now, if there is one way to make this easier, take into consideration the list I began creating earlier. Loss is a difficult breakup, getting fired, realizing your NBA dreams will never come to fruition. And... Really think about how far that list stretches. Loss exists on a million different scales. It's losing a toy when you were a child. It's a pet that runs away. It's a shirt that becomes too old to wear. And on and on it goes. By exploring this and realizing how much loss we face regularly in life, we see that loss does not have to be this horrible, monstrous thing. It's merely transition, which is everywhere and all the time. You've dealt with it on countless occasions. It's made you stronger and more experienced. Now, sure, losing a shirt is like taking a tiny bite of an apple compared to losing a loved one, which is like eating a 10-pound apple. But the fact is, in spite of whatever you're feeling, it's an apple all the same. It's made up of the same stuff, and you have everything you need to eat it. One just takes more time and perhaps more strategizing than the other. But don't think that you don't have the flexibility, the strength, and the tools to overcome the obstacle and grow as you have in the past. You just listened to the post titled, Staring Down the Barrel of Loss, Your Dreams, Yourself, or Someone Else, by Greg Audino of gregaudino.com. And that'll do it, folks. Loss, uh, as I said, exists in many forms, many of which we don't even recognize. So if you're having trouble with something, Consider it from the standpoint of what you've lost that has made the pain so, and move forward with recognizing and acting upon the transition process as you have many times before with great success. And for now, we're going to wrap things up. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Tomorrow, we, uh, we have two posts from Mindbender, which always has great content. So, I will see you then where your optimal life awaits. <laughs>